0: again and welcome to submitted for your approval a twilight zone podcast and with me i have a special friend (laughs) like my my guest uh pat uh who this is your this is your third episode the last time we talked to you was was time enough at last
1: yeah yeah a couple episodes ago so yeah back back at it again
0: back back in the the classic days
1: just the special friend back (laughs) at it
0: (laughs) my special friend uh it is it is a saturday morning here in hawaii and we are we're drinking bloody mary's to, to celebrate yeah,
1: to celebrate staying up late being <laughs> out <laughs> being out too late and uh you know the only way to really get up and record a podcast at seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> is with a bloody mary that's abso- so.
0: that's absolutely absolutely right and i get on a plane later tonight to go to colorado springs and guess what i'm gonna I'm,
1: you're gonna get day drunk I'm and then <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh more bloody mary's <laughs> Uh, awesome. Well, a hey, uh, what What have you been up to lately, man? Oh, not not a whole lot,
1: honestly. Just kind of laying low. Just been back at the grind with work and school. So it's it's yeah. refreshing to kind of get away from from the books for a little bit. Yeah, and having a boss with Excel spreadsheets all week long. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: Oh, you, before that, you were you were you were in Denver, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was in Denver, uh, out there visiting some friends. and I was in Alabama for a music festival of all of all places, Alabama. An Alabama uh, getaway? Yeah, they have uh, three acres of beachfront property that they run out to this festival every year. Huh. So it was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, uh, was it funk or like
1: it was a little bit of everything? A little okay. bit of everything. Yeah, it was it was vast vast spread of music <laughs> genres.
0: Uh, one of the one of these days, uh, maybe when when Chelsea divorces me, uh, and, and takes takes a kid and everything I own and love, um, maybe I'll, I would like to go to like one of those festivals. Just be, to see what it's about. That'd be <laughs> solid. Yeah, that'd yeah. be solid. I mean, yeah.
1: you can bring Chelsea and Dexter. You know, De- at some point Dexter's gonna have to oh, oh. realize his love for music. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. I'm just working. bring like really nice ear for like. You know, noise-canceling headphones so he doesn't go deaf. Got, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, last night, uh, I'm getting him into music, but I can't get him away from Christmas music. Oh, oh so, boy. So he's like, Daddy, can you sing Jingle Bells? <laughs> last night. It's it's in the middle of June.
1: So. The only thing I hate more than country music is Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> old school country. Oh, I right, like old school old country. Yeah, yeah, Old school country is good. Okay. And there is some good country music now. Yeah. But Christmas music just... <laughs>
0: Well, as long as twelve days of Christmas that gets me.
1: Well, I worked at a grocery store. Yes. for several years. Yes, and it was a uh, it was more, more ghetto than a Walmart. Honestly, like in a bad area. Yeah, and every Christmas they had a sixteen song playlist that they played from just, Thanksgiving until past just New on year's, repeat. Just on repeat. That's so it ruined I I enjoyed Christmas music up until that point and then it ruined it for me at a pretty young age so
0: Well you know when you're when you're at a supermarket right and you you have the music playing over and over again uh, the song that gets me is 12 days of christmas right <laughs> because because that song is like 30 minutes long <laughs> as it is and it just it just repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats and you know, when you're working, you want to forget about the time, <laughs> yeah. right? You want to you want to just like zone out and be like, okay, oh, I just started my shift. Now it's eight hours later. I'm done. But when you have 12 days of Christmas, you're like, well, I know this song lasts for 30 minutes, uh, and we're only on day three. <laughs>
1: that's uh, that song. Unless it rains down in Africa, that song. Oh, oh, you, oh, you don't like Toto? <laughs> Toto. That's that's the I'm looking for. <laughs> I I don't know how many times I've heard that song. And I was always at like the worst part of the day yeah. for like stocking. I'd be stocking like cat litter yeah. and it's spilling all over me and <laughs> 40 pound cat litter bags. And then Toto's it never, it, unless it rains out in Africa comes on and I'm just yeah. like, well, there goes my day. And, There's <laughs> nothing a hundred men and you're just angrily singing, throwing cat litter on top of a <laughs> pallet.
0: They're, they're like, Pat. Bat, you cannot do this. Get away. Get away from me. Get away from me. Toto's on the radio. Toto's on the radio. I need more cat litter. Uh, this is our third shipment today. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, hey, uh, you uh, you want to you talk about this episode today? Yeah,
1: yeah I think you know We're, people want to hear us talk about Twilight Zone probably rather than cat litter and Toto, <laughs> so we got this.
0: Uh, cat litter and Toto, uh, which is – uh, th- I just want to throw this out there. Cat litter – and Toto, a dog, mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't go together. So that makes sense. Yeah. That no, makes sense. And, twist. Uh, what a twist.
1: Kalita Toto was actually the director of this <laughs> episode. He's the yeah. brother of Guillermo <laughs> Gero del Toro. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro.
0: Guillermo del Toto. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so uh, for everyone out there, today we are eventually talking about episode 23, <laughs> A World of Difference. And it originally aired March 11th, 1960. Uh, it stars Howard Duff as Arthur Curtis or Gerald Reagan. Uh, Brown uh, It is directed by Ted Post who did four episodes total for The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Uh, three of those were in season five. And then it's written by, of course, Richard Matheson um, who, for those of you who don't know, has written so many great things uh, and you should check out more of his work including Twilight Zone episodes. Uh, so let's, let's get right into the, uh, episode, if you will, if you will, Pat, yes. if I, if we both will. I
1: would right. I would like to first start off by saying that, uh, Gerald, <laughs> his secretary was very attractive. I'm not going to, Sally was, she was phenomenal in, in her very short role. Yeah. Uh, if this was, <laughs> you know, back in 1930, 1940s, I would, I would definitely give her a call, you know, yeah. try to get her number, but I have a feeling she's probably... Probably dead by now. If not, uh, she's not doing too well in a nursing home somewhere. Yeah,
0: I and mean, the potential exists that she's, <laughs> she no longer exists.
1: <laughs> and that she definitely does not look like she did in that episode. Yeah, but, yeah prob- but, probably
0: not. You know, uh, you know uh, Tiffany, my friend Tiffany, comes on uh, and does has done a couple episodes with me. Uh, and she always talks about how attractive the guys are. Um, so it's it's a refreshing change of pace. Uh, yeah, I that, mean, you, that know, you and Tiffany are now competing. There we go for the most uh, <laughs> objective <laughs> uh, use of the uh, sexes. So. I mean,
1: you know, the guys are pretty handsome. Don't get me wrong, they uh, are. But
0: Arthur Curtis, he's, he's okay.
1: I mean, they said he was thirty six. He he was pushing fifty. Yeah, crow's nest. Yeah, yeah, crow's feet,
0: not crow's nest. <laughs> <laughs> crow's. No,
1: I mean he had a crow's nest and yeah, yeah.
0: So, which he looked like a ship. <laughs> uh All right, let's 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 get into the episode. So uh, the the episode starts. He is uh this uh, Arthur Curtis. He is talking to his secretary in, in a little his office, and uh he has some jibber jabber with her. <laughs> jibber jabber is, is what I say. <laughs> and he goes into the the other office and he sees his wife and child uh, in the picture frame. He goes back into he. He picks up the phone, uh, doesn't make a phone call, but puts the phone back down, and he goes to leave that office, and he hears a cut, and he turns around, and there's a film crew that that's watching him.
1: And it was it was almost a seamless transition too. It was yeah. It's very well done. Just a slow pan out from like the back of his head, showing more of the door, and then you hear the cut. Yeah. And it just pans over to the actual crew, of the now film that he's we're only right. working for. Right,
0: and it it was really effective because it's that's like a seamless shot, right? It's Especially like, yeah. Like there there's no cut, so whatever they did to to make that shot happen, like it it's effective because you're not since you're not cutting. You're like, okay, what like camera trickery essentially, right? Yeah, that was
1: back before they probably had camera setup so they could (laughs) seamlessly just pan back from that was probably a guy legitimately some probably one on top of another shoulders yeah and they were walking backwards (laughs)
0: exactly I mean that's that's how film school worked yeah that's that's how that worked back then right, that's why they call them gaffers (laughs) Uh, so uh, the the director calls cut and he just kind of Arthur kind of stands there he's perplexed by this stuff and they're like hey come on Jerry what's going on he's like so, he starts freaking out a little bit. He's like, I'm, I'm not Jerry. My name is Arthur Curtis. And he repeats his name a lot. You know, I am Arthur Curtis. I am Arthur Curtis. Um, so, he, he freaks out a little bit. He runs out of the, the studio. And yeah. he almost gets hit by a car. Conveniently driven by Gerald Regan's. Reagan Regan. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Reagan's ex-wife. Eh, who is. She wants money from him. She wants She's it. after that, though. She wants it back. <laughs> Real bad. Uh, and so he, he like almost, he steals her car pretty much. He gets in the car. He pushes her to the side and he's like, I want to drive to my real home, uh, the home of Arthur Curtis. So of course she's like, what the heck? No, I want
1: my money. This is a trick. Well, I would like to say she... She did say, and she didn't say, heck no. She said, I'm going to bleed you. <laughs> <As Right. if laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that's a good call. I, I wrote that. Uh, bleed you dry. Yeah, I'm uh, going to bleed
1: you. I'm going to bleed you dry.
0: She also says, Jerry, are you drunk again? <laughs> uh, so I, a little bit later, his, his manager calls her a harpy. Um, and that's, that's an apt description, I believe, of, <laughs> of his ex-wife. Uh, so he, he forces her to drive to his real home, and I use that in quotes of, of Arthur Curtis. So he, he gets out there, and she, she, of course, the whole time is like, you can't trick me. Yeah, stop
1: um, trying to win an Academy Award here. Yeah,
0: stop tr- tr- stop pretending, stop acting. Eh. <laughs> and so he gets to the house, and he sees a little girl, who he thinks is his little girl, and he sees her from behind. And so, of course, he gets out of the car. He goes, Tina, Tina, and he puts his hands on her, and she turns around and she screams in his face <laughs> and she runs off and his ex-wife is she says uh get in the car uh, I don't want you charged for assault
1: and possibly child abduction so
0: <laughs> yeah and and uh, a side editorial note not that she's concerned for him, but she's concerned for his money if yeah. he gets arrested <laughs> um it's it's not explicitly stated but that's clearly, but that's, that, <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. So she drives him, uh, back to his, his now, his acting home, right? So yeah. it's the home it's of Gerald, Jerry, um, not Arthur Curtis. And so he says, where am I? Like, well, this is your house. He goes in and that's where he sees his manager. Um, I, I, uh, his manager is the guy who is the boss on Bewitched. Yes, he's <laughs> he's
1: actually been in a lot of movies too, Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, things like that. So uh, I I don't remember Bewitched too much. It's a little it's it's all right. A little before my time, there was I never a, got into it. But
0: I mean, just real quick, just for your sake, the Bewitched is about a genie that that's in a bottle, um, and
1: Christine Aguilera wrote a song about it. <laughs> yeah. So now I know. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Jack Ritter, uh, Three's Company, <laughs> and. Uh, so the the manager you know is like like hey jerry you need to snap out of it the studio they're they're concerned about you and they might you know they might get rid of you or whatever and they're like i am not jerry i don't know who you guys are i'm arthur curtis arthur curtis so uh somebody says something about his his work and so he's like oh great idea i'll call my office and i'll find i'll I'll explain to them and they'll, they'll know what's going this on. This will solve everything. This will solve everything. So he calls up the, the, his work, uh, from his, uh, from Arthur Curtis's life. And of course the people are there are like this, that's not what this place is. This isn't and that, and that, that business.
1: Meanwhile, his ex-wife and manager are standing there like, Oh God. Yeah. What?
0: Just so uncomfortable. <laughs> what,
1: what have, what have we done to this man?
0: <laughs> um, he freaks out and he kind of just like, when they when they tell him this this place doesn't exist, he puts his head down on his hands and he's all he's all messed up. Uh, he wakes up and his manager shows him the shooting script and is like, "Hey, this is where you're getting all this information from, Arthur Curtis."
1: Everything you've given us so far is in is the script. In the script in the first two pages.
0: Uh, and he's like, "You know what? Don't worry about it. Get some rest. The studios the studios canceling production. They're tearing everything down. So Arthur freaks out and he's like, "I have to get back. I have to get back." Uh, and so he runs back to. He doesn't run. He steals a car.
1: <laughs> no, he <laughs> runs. It was a solid five, six miles. It was a solid twenty minutes of the actual. Yeah, show.
0: yeah. Because in the script, he is a marathoner. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ultramarathoner, but you know. <laughs> uh, he gets back to the studio. Uh, in, in the the crew is tearing everything down, and he goes into goes to his desk, and the picture frame from earlier with his wife and daughter is is empty. He puts his head down in his hand, that the camera kinda zooms on him. The the lighting goes dark. The light comes back up and he's he says, Don't leave me here. Don't leave me here. The lighting comes back up. The pictures are in the picture frame now, and there's no crew. He is actually back in Arthur Curtis's life. Beautiful you go,
1: beautiful Sally just beautiful Sally. Sitting there waiting.
0: Patrick's Sally is just <laughs> sitting there waiting for him. Oh girl Sally. <laughs> uh but uh, his his wife his wife is there. And she's like, "What's going on?" Of course, he's just so happy to see her. He's like, "Let's let's get out of here. We need to get out of here." And you hear like an echo of like somebody yelling, "Okay, guys." Blah, blah, blah.
1: Uh, okay. They said, "Grab the lamps." Yeah, grab the lamps, grab the
0: lamps and stuff like that. So he's like, "Okay, we need we need, we need to book it. <laughs> we need to get out of here, <laughs>
1: Sally. You're coming now <laughs> too."
0: Yeah. Sally, you're going to disappear if you don't <laughs> go this now. So so they run off. And that would that could be the end of the episode, right? But instead, it goes back to the set, and the manager walks in and is like, "Have you guys seen Jerry Reagan?" They're like, uh, he was here, but we haven't seen him leave. And the manager's like, "Huh, that's that's weird." And that's instead where the episode ends. Uh, so- very very
1: unsettling, honestly. I mean, it was still kind of a happy ending for twilight zone episodes realistically i mean he did get back to his normal life and yeah probably lived happily ever after but when they come back to the actual studio and they're sitting there it was a uh, it was a little unsettling you're kind of like all right what is actually going on right yeah. now this is
0: <laughs> right right. you know i think it's i think it's an interesting approach to have you know, usually have you like these kind of story envelopes right where um it, it starts one way then he goes into this this fantastical kind of like, oh, the real world is actually a, a set. Uh and then you'd have the end of the envelope be, Well, okay, that wasn't actually real. I can continue on with my life doing this stuff, right? Yeah. But the way they did it was you you kind of they ended it basically saying, Yeah, this guy he is an actor and he, he's he's breaking down. And we, we kinda of miss like because they jump into this fantasy world that's our anchor point into the story so we i think it's unsettling because we are introduced into the 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 arthur curtis world and so that's our like that's our jumping you, off
1: point. you want to believe that he managed to get back to his wife and escape but really no he's just gone absolutely nutty <laughs> yes and-
0: <laughs> absolutely like uh, i mean that's so that's so cool to me and and i I've seen this episode a bunch of times and I think this is the first time that I really thought Oh that guy just broke down. He
1: broke down and <laughs> probably kidnapped that woman, that actress, when she refused to get on the plane with him. She was like, No, there's no cast here anymore. Sally, the, the crew is not here. Sally
0: get on the plane. <laughs> well, I it's me up. Sally and I, we went and got on a different plane. <laughs> yeah.
1: He and his set wife went <laughs> went to San Francisco.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so so what did you think of this episode, Pat?
1: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, I really did. Uh like I said, you, you kind of see you kind of expected the ending to to happen, you know. I think but what differentiates it is when they go back to hey, actually he's not gonna have a happy ending. Uh he has kinda gone crazy. <clears throat> I think that's what separates Twilight Zone and the writing in it. Mm-hmm. Is we still have these sci-fi kind of shows, sci-fi movies nowadays, but most of them would have ended with Oh, he wakes up in a fantasy world, and then he gets back to his real world, and that's it. Yeah. And this guy's like, "Hey." Wakes up, in the real world, goes into a fantasy world, and then comes back, and they just <laughs> switch back and forth. <laughs> and uh, that the, I really enjoyed the ending. It was it was pretty solid.
0: Yeah, um, I I I had this thought, you know, so if we're going the route of this guy's an actor. And he's getting so into his role that he's just he's falling into it. Right. He doesn't believe anything else now, um, which, by the way, he says Arthur Curtis so much, almost to convince himself to keep convincing himself that he's. Yeah. Right. I, I think that's why he he says it kind of so many times. <laughs> <laughs> There's there a point Arthur where he probably says it seven times Curtis. in a row. <laughs> I am Arthur Curtis. Arthur Curtis. Arthur Curtis. Arthur Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Barbershop quartet, Arthur Curtis. So, but uh, I forget where I was going with that. But I, okay, it's it's a thought of an actor getting so deeply into his role, right? And you you've seen it before with like um, like Christian Bale, Shia
1: LaBeouf. Uh, What's it, method acting? Yes, method
0: acting, right? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis, yeah, uh, Heath Ledger. You know, people you know claim that. Him getting so deep into his role for Joker in A Dark Knight.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio legitimately
0: eating. climbing inside of a dead animal carcass. <laughs> and eating a bison and heart. eating a bison heart. <laughs> Even though, by all intents and purposes, he is a vegetarian, I think. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, um, and now talks about, like, uh, Jared Leto following in Heath Ledger's footsteps. Yeah. Just, just going so far into character that... It's like, okay, it's
1: disturbing to probably a lot of people close with them. I mean, it would be frightening to watch someone, you know, be like, oh, I'm so involved in this role. Like I'm so dedicated to my work that I'm actually going to put myself on the brink of insanity Yeah. and really push my limits physically and mentally to see if I can put myself in this role for such a long period of time, then actually come back to reality.
0: Right. Like, like change your personality so much that like that, that is actually you. Yeah. Right um yeah that's that that's a little bit scary to me
1: <laughs> well so when they were shooting uh what was the, the vietnam movie with uh christopher uh, walken and robert de niro uh, uh
0: oh uh deer hunter deer hunter mm-hmm. apparently
1: in the scene where they were playing russian roulette with each other in the uh, prison camp they said they weren't like Getting the feel right, so I forget if it was Christopher walker or Robert De One of them wanted them to put an actual live round in the gun. <laughs> while when they did it, now they knew where it was chambered. They knew where they would pull it, but still, like they put a gun to their head with a live round in it. To is that is that real? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. This that'd be terrifying. <laughs> that's that's the kind of things these people do to. Yeah. Really push like, hey, I want to get the best out of this action as I can. I'm like, well. You might have crossed the line, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. There, and I'm, good trivia for the back of my my head to yeah. to know that. But yeah, that that's intense that that actors would would go that far and lose themselves so far into to a role. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you think about um, people after this episode? They said. Uh, some some folks were kind of lost. They're like, what is it? What does that all mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, what do you like? What would you What would you say to somebody who's like, I don't get. I don't get what the show's what this episode is about.
1: Uh, it would be difficult to. I honestly would be like, well, then you don't just understand the Twilight Zone. Like, this isn't meant to initially. it'd Be like, okay, we watch this episode and you completely understand what happens in it. It's one of these shows where if you completely understand what happens, then the writers weren't doing their job properly. Cause it does, it just leaves you kind of, well, what world was he living in? Right. And it's, you question yourself, but I, I believe (laughs) it's just really tough to kind of pinpoint. All right. Cause you think he gets back to reality and then they kind of cut to back to the film world where Mm -hmm. you believe that that's what he was living in was the actual film world. He was an actor that just went crazy. Right. But then they have like very subtle, comments coming in afterwards like they'll grab the tables and lamps and you're like what really what the hell is going on like, <laughs> yeah.
0: um so elon musk right of, of tesla mm-hmm. he recently came out and he said yeah there's there's most likely we're in a computer simulation <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that's honestly how you should feel about that episode when you're yeah. done watching it. <laughs> yeah
0: you know like but I'm but I'm real
1: but I'm real right like I'm 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 real I,
0: my whole, my <laughs> life is real uh, or somebody is directing you or playing the Sims with you right <laughs>
1: now. and that's you watch the Truman show and you're just like well now I don't know what's going on what if my whole life is yeah. just someone filming it and trying to lead me to a, in uh, a certain direction it's,
0: it's it's a little it's a little scary to think uh, of it like that and I, I think there's there's a way there's two ways of looking at at the episode as a whole, right? You could think of it as kind of like a kind of happy ending, or you mm. could think of it as a, well, that's kind of depressing. Uh, because he either he's either uh, getting away in his fantasy world in the actual script, right? Where he's like, he's married, his name is actually Arthur Curtis, and he's like, okay, I'm back with my wife and my family. And okay, whatever weird stuff happened back there, Getting away from it, I was cracking. Now I'm just gonna be happy with my wife and go to San Francisco. Or you could think of it kind of the depressing ending, which is uh, this guy totally broke down. He was an alcoholic. <laughs> he had a wife who was trying to steal, get all his money. Um, he was wasn't in in good roles. You know the no. the studios were were clearly ready to, to drop him um, for for any reason, right? And so it almost seemed like it was his last shot, and that he was under a lot of pressure, and that he just kind of gave up, right? And he and he just disappeared. So, I mean, what do you what do you think? How do you feel about it? I think
1: the more that you reflect on the episode, you know, earlier I was like, oh, it's a happier ending for the Twilight Zone. But the more that you sit down and actually reflect on the ending, it very much more is the actual depressed depressive ending to that to that episode. Because really, when you think about it more and more, and listen to kind of the smaller things in the episode, and go back and rewatch it, mm-hmm. you do realize that he. He likely is, has just gone crazy, and has taken the role too far. So yeah, yeah like I said, it was a very unsettling ending. Yeah, got it. And uh, definitely with more reflection on it, you're like, oh well. As much as I wanted to be that happy ending, I just don't <laughs> I, think it is. I just can't see. I just can't, I can't see, see, it see
0: it that it. way. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. Uh, overall, give it give it a rating. One out of ten. One out of a hundred. Uh, what, what, what would you what would you I'd
1: rate say? This? Probably a solid seven. Okay. Seven. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. it wasn't my favorite episode, but uh again with most twilight zones like the ending really kind of pulls it all together, brings it all in. The acting was great though. He was wonderful in it. Yeah. Um I think all the <laughs> I did really enjoy the chase scene oh, at the end. Well, it wasn't yeah, a chase the, scene the, but the, car the scene. thrilling car scene that they had.
0: Yeah, I I wrote that down, <laughs> right? Uh because I thought it was actually pretty effective. Yeah, so, it, like, it really was. Because- it was uh, you you know maybe it went on it went on maybe a little longer than it should have, but it was like, the it was so you guys who have, who haven't seen the episode you know there's just a car scene and it's him racing to the 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 studio at at the end of the, the show and it's like weaving in out of, out of traffic, bringing
1: the music in real heavy and
0: yeah and, and that music is like really kind of suspenseful racing and I think Van Cleave did the music for that yes he did um and it's it's really effective, and I I don't I don't recall an episode in season one anyway that that uses a, a scene like that. So yeah, yeah I, I wrote that down. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it was it was good. The only the only part I didn't like uh, was the actual director for the oh. film in in the episode. <laughs> uh, what was his name, Marty? Yeah, Marty. Yeah. Uh, when they finally panned to him to open up with, and he just comes in like he's a member of the Goodfellas. He's like Gerald. Wait, what are you doing, Gerald? Jerry. Jerry. Come on, Jerry. Mike, this is this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's standing there in his wool you look, wool jacket.
0: <laughs> you what, am I funny like a clown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he 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 did he did have a very mafia vibe to him. Yeah,
1: he the whole honestly the whole crew did. So that 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 part was kinda whenever like Jerry would walk through and the whole cast would just like turn in unison and like watch where he's going. I'm like, no, these guys have like Legit things they have to do. They'd probably just be like, "This is a dumb actor going crazy. We're leaving."
0: Yeah, and, and a side note, there were a lot of people in that crew. Yes, that weren't doing
1: anything. No, all of them were just standing there staring at him. They weren't holding boom turning.
0: mics or <laughs> or lights. They didn't have like they didn't have like notebooks in their hands. <laughs> right, they're just like standing there, like, standing there. Like, like, what are you guys? What are you guys there for?
1: Well, they were the wise guys for Marty. Ah. Yeah, it was Marty's wise guys. Marty, Marty's wise. Yeah, guy. You know, he had a crew with them. So, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, uh, I. I would give this in oh, man eight and a half to nine okay uh, be, from the from the reality perspective in and, and acting and directing and in um, you know the Elon Musk stuff with the simulations I, I that really that really appeals to me um, that whole like like a, reality. Type thing, yeah. like, are we really who we we think we are, or are we just perceiving the world a certain way? Yeah, um, you know that you can get so far down a rabbit hole with that type of stuff.
1: And honestly, the score and just the overall film editing in a, and yeah. the way that the camera pans and mm-hmm. the angles they came in at, they were really well done. Yeah, it honestly was, and it was just seamless tra- seamless transitions between one world and the next. There was no, let's do a cut here and fade in and out of anything. Right, it was we're just gonna bring him in, zoom in on him for five seconds yep. and zoom out. And he's in a different world. Yep. And for that time period, especially like nowadays, that'd be very easy, but we also have thousands of dollars worth of editing equipment <laughs> back then for that, yeah. for that to be so perfectly transitioned was, was brilliant.
0: Pause it. Bring up Adobe pro. Bring up Adobe pro. No, Let really. me cut an edit. Nobody's going to notice.
1: I can edit yep. micro, fr- mic microseconds. All
0: right. Bring in the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh now mace windows gonna get killed by anakin yeah
1: because you know when they were you they had to be when they zoom in you have guys slowly rolling in sets yeah and walls yep. and repositioning everything and then yep. they have five seconds to remove it all bring in 20 people 30 people that are standing there ready to go yeah so it was very very well done as such as cord- coordination yeah, that was yeah. it was great perfectly directed i loved yep. it
0: yeah uh all right man uh well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you having me back. No, I, I appreciate you hanging out, having some Bloody Marys with hey, me on a hey, Saturday it's, morning. That's <laughs> what Saturdays are for. Not even, not even <laughs> 10 o'clock yet. <laughs> and we're, we're tearing it up. Uh, but, but yeah, man, I, I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank
1: you. Looking, looking forward to hopefully doing another one here in the future. So All right. I'll, I'll, we'll be a little I'll, more prepared this next time. I'll mark you down. All right. right. All I'll mark right.
0: you down don't invite again. don't
1: invite again all he wants to do is talk about the hot women on the cast i
0: shouldn't have <laughs> said this out loud as i'm writing <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well thank thank you guys for listening uh if you want to get a hold of me there are a few ways you can do that i am of course on twitter at s 4 yapodcast underscore podcast hit me up on gmail s4ya podcast at gmail.com I have a Facebook you can head out there and search for submit for your approval uh, I have an instagram that's s4 underscore podcast and yeah I, oh you can always hit me up uh, over at Uh I am there all the time those guys those guys are really good good stuff
1: so and yeah, no, just hit up hit up any of those accounts and let them know if you know you'd be interested in you know a shorter stocky guy with barrel chest and chest hair you know he's looking for women that look like sally possibly
0: yeah yeah if you guys know anybody who looks like sally patrick really let me,
1: let me know Yeah, you know, just you know preferably ultimately. over 30 i'm into you know it's a, it's one of those things for, for the show notes i'll for link his tinder profile yeah tinder <laughs> swipe right swipe, swipe, swipe right, right.
0: <laughs> swipe right for arthur curtis and patrick Orr. um and of course guys uh i'm on i'm on itunes if you could uh, go out there, leave me a rating if you could. It just helps, I guess. I don't know. I, I've heard this on different podcasts that it helps with searchability and, and getting me known out there. If you enjoy the show, uh, if you don't enjoy the show, don't don't rate it. Uh, just just send me an email <laughs> just, and be like, dude, you guys, you yeah, suck. It's for- like you
1: should stop. But I, <laughs> I gave you a five still. Uh, just yeah, just so more people can hear this terribleness. But
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm giving you a five so i can troll you and the troll rest. you and, for and the rest
1: of your career i'm
0: really excited about it and you know what in a way that that's that's an endearment that's
1: it's uh, even better than real fans because <laughs> trolling fans get so much more passionate so much more passionate yeah. and honestly they get they get noticed pretty often yeah <laughs> they uh, bring people
0: so so bring the trolls on uh <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening uh and until next time thanks again patrick thank you so much and this is submitted for your approval